Here at the Ranger Report Podcast, we only represent products we believe in. As you've heard over the past year plus, we've been running our Walton's commercial. I've been using Walton's products for a long time now, and let me tell you, they're some of the best seasonings I've ever used. One of my staples to make at my house are pork chops, and their ultimate pork chop and roast rub has gotten more compliments than anything that I've ever used. For burgers, their better burger seasoning is delicious, and I only use that on my burgers. Again, tons of compliments. They have all kind of seasonings that you can imagine. They have barbecue sauce and the thick kind, not the watery kind at all. If you're into wild game, they have seasons and rubs for that as well. Don't forget their line of sausage casings and all the tools to make your own meat products from sausage and jerky to grinders and more. Walton's really is a one-stop shop for everything but the meat. If you like tips and tricks and videos on how to do a whole lot of things when it comes to cooking, then you should go to www.meatgistics.com. Go to www.waltonsinc.com today and start shopping and tell them the Ranger Report podcast sent you. Walton's, everything but the meat. This is Bruce Bochy, and you're listening to the Ranger Report. The Ranger Report. Yeah, the Ranger Report. Inside Scoop, listen to the Ranger Report. Oh, here we go! This is the Ranger Report Podcast. News, insights, predictions, interviews, and information about the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. From the major leagues to the minor leagues. And now, here are your hosts, Ben Dieter, Tyler Nielsen, and C.J. Berryman. Hey everybody, welcome to the Ranger Report podcast, brought to you on the Fans First Sports Network. Of course, presented by Dallas Sports Nation and brought to you by Waltons, as always, waltons.com, everything but the meat. And on the Preferred Health Solutions online studio, which I said wrong last night, I said... Uh, hotline, but you know, hotline sounds better. But anyway, either way, hilarious with yeah. Jared. Yeah, I know. I said hotline. I was like, it's not a hotline. It's an online studio. Uh, yeah, anyway, hotline. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, they paid us money to say something, so I got their name out there. Preferred Health Solutions. That's you, that's the real important part. I got the right just part correct. Just don't call after twelve because it's inappropriate. Exactly. Yeah, I'll be asleep. I fall asleep at like ten thirty these days. But anyway, anyway, we are here tonight on the Ranger Report podcast. I am Ben Dieter. You can find me all over the place at Dieter seventy five. I am CJ Berryman, and uh, you can find me at CJ Berry. I've been talking way too much today. It's been busy. <laughs> I am CJ Berryman. You can find me at CJB underscore RR on the X, and I'm sporting uh, a comfort hat here, a comfort air hat here for our guest. And uh, if you want comfortable air and to be comfortable, well, go to comfort air. <laughs> there, and I'm I, gave you, I gave you a plug, Mac. <laughs> I appreciate that. And I'm Tyler Nielsen. You can find me on the X at TPN1983. And yes, as you mentioned, CJ, our guest, my brother, Matt Nielsen. How you doing, brother? Return of the Mac. Return of the Mac. Because he knows that he'll be back. (laughs) So, Matt, I know Christmas is a little late, but uh, the man, the myth, the the man, the myth, the uh, legend is there right in front of you. Ben Dieter. What do you have to say to Ben? Hey, man, I've always wanted to meet an NBA All-Star and James Harden, man. I mean, <laughs> is real. The beard is real here. But, you know, I always thought he was like but James Harden. But at this time of the year, I'm like, hey, it's Santa Claus. Yeah, man, man I'm, I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired after Christmas Eve. I'm telling you what. Yeah, he works really That's hard. That's a lot of travel all over the world. 
hey man, when you when you when you if you have to host a Christmas or do the whole Christmas thing and like I'm the farthest thing from Jewish, but man, our, our Christmas spans the whole month of December. So <laughs> it's it's hey, it just it's the gift that keeps on giving. Well, I it think is. Mac I think Mac Ben has surpassed James Harden's beard. Oh, yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I think a little bit. Yeah, it's let's see, it goes down to yeah, it's still a little yeah. lower than that. Yeah, you got that. Hey, at least Ben's in the game tonight. That's right. You're exactly <laughs> there you right. You're exactly right. At least he's playing, tonight. right? I'm playing tonight. I'm not on the bench like I was yeah. last time you were on. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Mac, I was going to bring up, we were talking off the air. I was telling Ben and CJ, how is y'all's 20-year uh, wedding anniversary today? So congratulations on that. Yeah. Um, Mac, I was there. I was at your wedding. Um, that was that was. It was awesome, and it's still awesome. Uh, you, know, you know, everybody, everybody but me and my wife enjoyed our wedding because <laughs> when you get married, that's a lot of stress, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a very... big commitment, and so everybody, everybody, you know, they they compliment on how even on our Facebook page today they were like, "I was at your wedding. That was so fun. It was beautiful." And I'm like, "I don't remember anything." But I'll tell you what. <laughs> By the grace of God, I, I picked the right one. That twenty years has flown by, and it's been a it, it's been a joy ride. And I'm hoping for another. Then, if the next twenty years are like the first twenty years, I'm a lucky man. Yeah, that's we, the way it's supposed to be, too. Tell everybody what you have planned for uh, y'all's twenty year anniversary. So, my wife came to me, and we had been taught him hawing around about doing something for our 20th. And I'm like, eh, I'm like, honey, 20 years is not that big of a deal. 25. <laughs> now that's, that's, a, that's a quarter of a century, you know? And she's like, you know, we need to go do something. It's, it's, we need me and you just me and you. And I'm like, I was like, I'll think about it. And I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty simple. I don't, get into all that. And she's like, I figured out what we're going to do. I'm like, what's that? She's like, we're going to go to whatever bowl game Texas Longhorns are going to. So I'm like, here's the situation here. And this is two games into the big 12 championship. I'm like, so what if Texas makes it to the national championship? She goes, we're going, it's in Houston. I'm like, I don't know if I can afford to go to Houston. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'm like, well, there's no guarantee we'll get there. And after the Oklahoma State game, after the Big 12 championship, I get online and start looking up tickets. I'm looking at Selection Sunday at 8.30 in the morning, and I'm like, I'm like, okay, we're booking this. So I, I try to get tickets, and we get tickets to go to the Sugar Bowl. So we leave Friday, and we're going to go enjoy it. We're going we're gonna to enjoy the – Sights and sounds of New Orleans. I had spent 18 years. I was there the week before Katrina hit there the last time for one of my best friend's uh, bachelor parties. So I, yeah. I was I was there with you, Macker. But yes, you were. And we, I was I was in North Carolina. Carolina and we, a, go ahead. This time I'm going on in a different, <laughs> on a different. Uh, <laughs> but my wife's got all things kind kinds of plans for us. She's got boat rides and we're got to do the game and we're going to do the um uh texas one club they're having a a big old party before the game on that uh, new year's day at the mannings bar and grill i guess and 
So we're going to we're going to go do that and then walk over to the stadium with all the other Longhorn fans. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, You know, win or lose, it doesn't really matter to me that much. It's more about the time spent with your loved ones. And this is a big deal because it's been a long time since the Longhorns have been in this this deal. So that's that's my passion. Well, to you, it's like the Rangers going to the World Series, if you really think about it. It is. I mean, you're the biggest UT fan. I mean, it really. So that is is your World Series. And I don't, I don't know, I don't know if the Longhorns will actually get to the, yeah, the to pinnacle. I mean, there's, there's no guarantee. I mean, they're playing a good Washington team. I mean, it's scary. It's a scary game. But you know, I think, I think our coach is in the right frame of mind. He's a great coach. He's got great coaches behind him. Just kind of like the Rangers, you know, it's he has surrounded himself with good, good people, good players. And so, you know, but so Washington's there too. The final four teams, that's, that is such a, they're all good. They're all good. Yeah. There's a reason they're there. Yeah. You know, it's crazy. And Florida State. Florida State got left out, and they're yeah, just as we, good as the other three, other four yeah. teams. Yeah, we talked about that. Uh, Tyler called Mac. I think it was two weeks ago when we were talking about this, and how man, like, like how crushing is that? To well, that's me? why it's good that they're going to. Is it twelve teams? I think. Yes. Yes. Because teams like Florida State shouldn't get left out. That no, they, they shouldn't. shouldn't. Yeah. They, I mean, you can't just because they had injuries. You can't freaking judge. Well, I mean. No, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'll the backup won. The backup won a couple games to keep them undefeated, so they didn't, it, they belong there. It does suck, but I mean, I look at it and it sucks that they got left out. And it's it's happened before in the BCS era before the playoffs. You know, there were teams that got left out that were just oh, yeah. starting to get there. But were they one of the four best teams? Was Florida State better than the four teams that are in there? No. I don't think they were. But it's that sucks for them because they did everything they were asked to do. They won their conference. They won everything that they had. Didn't lose a single game. And you know it comes down to it comes down to at the end of the day politics. It really yep. does. Yeah, it does. It does. It it's does. A- and, and, and they they look at who's gonna who's gonna bring the money. Who's gonna bring the money to these bowl games? Yep. I mean Texas Texas really in all honesty. They're they're got they're going to have a home field advantage in New Orleans. Oh yeah, yeah. Our travels. I've been to I've been to bowl games down in all over the place. There's burnt orange all over the nation, and yep. they travel. They travel, and it's crazy. It's I, I buy cheap. I buy nosebleed. I've been a cheap ass and tried to be buy <laughs> nosebleed uh, nosebleed uh, seats and going. You know, nobody's going to show up to this thing. It's a no, no bowl, and we're we can move down and we'll get better seats. Nah, mm-mm. it's a packed house. <laughs> That's it the one thing. One thing I used to love about Rangers games when they were bad. So I could buy nosebleed seats and sit, you know, down on yeah. the first deck, ten, yeah. 10 rows from the field back then. <laughs> you know what? Well, you you just brought up nosebleed seats. So I remember we went to a. Texas Rangers game, and we sat in the outfield middle. This is when the Rangers were bad, so there were never homers hit. <laughs> yeah, and so we were sitting out center, mid center field, and I remember the the Rangers were playing the Detroit Lions, and there was an outfielder, Tigers, Detroit Tigers, Mickey Tittleton, mm-hmm. Mickey Tittleton, yeah, Mickey Tittleton. And the drunk bastards out in mid center field were singing M I C 
M-O-U-S-E-Mickey <laughs> And this dude was just cracking his ass up. And he was like, it doesn't matter. They're not going to hit it out here anyway. <laughs> I mean, seriously. <laughs> but I remember that. I remember that. And I was like. I do too. <laughs> I remember, so, yeah. I remember a lot of things from the bad days. Mac, yeah. you mentioned, uh, the, yeah, that was 2005 when Katrina hit. Uh, I was actually stationed at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. And I spent, I mean, a month straight, they had me work in the night shift. It was 15 hours or whatever, sending aid down to Katrina, you know, down to, down to New yeah. Orleans and, and, and just everywhere. And it was tireless. But I also remember that was the year of Vince Young. Yep. Because uh, yep. they beat, they turned around and uh, to open up the 2006 uh, New Year. They beat USC in a, one of the best games. I, it oh, yeah. might be the best yeah. game I've ever seen in my entire yeah. life. Vince Young was, was was unstoppable. I mean, there were so many NFL players on both sides of the ball. There was, I mean, that there game was. was epic. There definitely was. And it was, I, it, was, it was really, really cool because um, it was funny because we went to his bachelor party earlier in that summer. And then his wedding we had at the Bank One building in Amarillo, Texas, up on the – seventh floor and it was funny because he's a huge texas fan too like he's as diehard as i am he's he's what really brought you i mean he didn't bring me into the longhorns i was always a longhorn fan from a little kid but he brought me back into that kind of like the rangers with you guys and the rangers it's it's kind of one of those deals where it's like okay he brought me my passion back because his passion was heavy and Tyler can attest to it. We didn't really watch a whole lot of college football. It was Dallas Cowboys. He's talking about Todd Betson, by the way, CJ. Oh, Todd? No, I haven't yeah. seen, I haven't yeah, seen so, the Todd in, a, Todd in a while, man. Yeah, so I was a best. I was one of his best men's at his wedding. And so he, their wedding reception was on the seventh floor of the White Bank One building in Amarillo. So we were going down to the – one of the security guys had an office down on the sixth floor. So we were taking the elevator down there and watching the Ohio State-Texas <laughs> game early in the second game of that season because I was like, this is a big deal, man. This is a big that's game. When, that's, when they had, that's when they had Maurice Claret, wasn't it? They had Maurice Claret. They had James Laurinaitis. They had Bobby Carpenter. That yeah. Ohio State, yeah. I don't think they had uh, Maurice Claret. So they had Santonio Holmes and they had – they had two really good receivers, but they oh, had no, that was actually the year that Claret actually became eligible after doing his old fight with the NFL to try to, to maybe so, but I don't I don't remember Claret being in there, but I remember they had uh they had Santonio Holmes as a receiver and they had another really good receiver and I can't remember what his name was. Um, it was uh, uh uh he's still in the league right now, I think. Um Ted Ginn Jr. It was Ted Ginn Jr. Ted Ginn Jr. Jr. Yep. Both of those guys. And I'm like, we beat their asses. And at that well, time. Well, and, and Brian Hartline. Guys, they had Brian Hartline as well. Yeah, those those guys ended up being really good in the NFL for a long time. Yeah. So. All right, let, let's shift gears a little bit. I got, I got, you said no curveballs. I'm going to throw you one right down the middle. This is one right. I wanted to ask you, but I wasn't on last time. So as long as it's on a tee, I'm good. Yeah, well, almost. <laughs> Tell, tell me about uh, CJ. We mentioned this to me before. Tell me about your amazing bunt in slow pitch softball. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so we, we, I can't do it, Ben. I can't do it. I think, I think I've had all three of my kids at this point. So I'm, I'm an older, 
older gentleman at this time. I probably got some gray hair showing at this point. So we join a church softball league that's co-ed. And we go out and practice, and none of us played. None of us played baseball. None of us played. We just decided it would be a good idea to go play softball. So I get up there the first time I'm going to do, and I lay down a bunt, and it just rolls just about six feet past the plate. And the ump goes, what the hell was that? (laughs) I go, it was a punt. And I'm like screaming down first baseline. He's like, I'm all. Or no, he called me out. (laughs) He called me out is what he did. And I'm like, what? (laughs) And he's like, what the hell was that? And I'm like, it was a bunt. He goes, you cannot bunt and slope hit softball. And I'm like, you bunt slope softball. Okay, fair enough. So, so I I just go to regular batting and everything. So then I hit a then I hit a home run, and I didn't know that I could pull off a home run. And and I pull one down the right field line, and he's like, out. I'm like, what? He goes, what am I doing now? In co-ed softball, and I'm yeah, like, you can't hit homers. Yeah, it was one of those softball leagues where I'm you like, couldn't hit homers. I'm like, I'm screwed, dude. Something about <laughs> pitching and batting is just not for me, man. I'll tell, I'll, I'll tell you what, Mac. I got to tell you this story. Fun, fun fact for me. We, I was, I, I coached a co-ed softball team one time, and we won the game on a walk-off home run for that reason. The dude on the other team, bases loaded, hit the ball. And he's screaming, stay in the park. And we're screaming, get out, get out. And it hit the top of the fence and bounced over. And we won the game. Wow. <laughs> oh, shit. So we were yelling, go, get over, get over. And he's yelling, don't get over. And they had, it would have been a, it would have been a grand slam, but instead of we got, it was an out third out of the last inning. And we won the game by one run. Oh, <laughs> All right, we didn't win too many. We didn't win too many <laughs> softball games. Our, our our softball team was called the Fox and the Sox. <laughs> Fox and Sox. Hey, one more question. I want to go back to you about your playing days in softball. Tell us about the story about you corking your bat in college. <laughs> so, so me and my, <laughs> me and my, you know my. I got a pee. I got ingenu- ingenuity and and all this analytics stuff. So. We had aluminum bats, obviously. We were playing uh, intramural softball at WT, and we were out, you know, just practicing our team. We are a bunch of guys. This was not co-ed, but we were out just hitting, and I hit a ball, and the end of our bat, the end, the cap flew off. And I look in there, and I'm like, sucker's hollow. I'm like, you know what? We should probably cork this thing. Well, and the guys are like, what are we going to cork this with? And I'm like, racquetballs seem about the right size. So we go to our dorm rooms and we get another bat and we start putting lotion and Vaseline all over these racquetballs and start showing them down the barrel of this bat. (laughs) We do. I swear. We do this. And there's probably five or six racquetballs in the end of this bat. And we get some JB weld and we weld that cap back on. Welded it and everything. <laughs> we take it out to our first game because I think we were I think we were getting ready to play the WT uh baseball team. They were allowed to play soft uh, intramural soft 
softball because I think it was early in the season and they allowed them to play. These dudes were killing everybody. So I'm like, yeah, we'll teach them. That son of a bitch was so heavy by the time we worked all those racquetballs in there, I couldn't swing it. Our big was good, <laughs> but I could. And dude, when they would connect with that thing, it sounded so weird. <laughs> I was like, I was like, dude, it's just it that end's gonna fly off and racquetballs are just gonna go all over this softball field. But it never happened, thank God. But yeah, like I would have hate to have been kicked out of WT for a freaking cork in the back. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, we 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 didn't win many games in that one either. CJ, CJ, you're muted. CJ can't hear you. You're on mute. Probably a good thing. Uh, yeah, anyway, <laughs> uh, Mac, I do want to congratulate. You know, we talked to you. Me and Tyler did when. Uh, Texas won the national championship of volleyball and they just got themselves a transfer. They got two transfers as a matter of fact. And it's weird that I know all this about volleyball, but like I said, I bleed the burnt orange and you know what, you know, it's been a great year for the state of Texas. You know, the Texas Rangers won the world series. We're ending that the Texas volleyball girls won the, the men's football teams on a, on a roll right now. I mean, hopefully they can get to the, the end of that and win that. Texas Tech won their Texas Tech won their bowl game. Won their bowl game. Hey, they did. And you know what? The Big 12 looks pretty good. So that helps yeah. me pack 12 because I'm just like I, I'm getting to the point where I'm like getting a little bit of nervous about the football game. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I got I got a football game on Friday and we we don't have a Sam Hartman or Estimate. They're both sitting out, which I don't blame them because the last guy that had a severe injury that was a top 10 pick was with Notre Dame and his name was Jalen Smith uh, yep. who got drafted by the Cowboys and he shredded his knee and, and, and I don't know how he came back it's a testament to him and his work to come back because he damaged the nerve yeah. in there as well as as well as shredding everything else and they didn't know if he'd ever be able to walk the same again but he was able to do it and 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 and, and play a little bit in, in the NFL and get a new contract with the Cowboys. And so, uh, but, th- th- you know, kind of talk about that. And, and a lot of people don't like it that uh, some of these guys that are, that are NFL go, they're going to the NFL. Uh, they know they are, and they want to, they want to protect their careers. Cause you look at it, you kind of look at it now and you're like, eh, it's kind of, that's kind of weenie crap, you know, but then you look at it and it's like, you, you know, there's millions of dollars on the line. There is, but you know, college athletes right now if you're if you're if you're the real deal you're making millions anyway you exactly know? yeah nowadays you yeah are. how, how are. much do you think caleb williams has made this year on endorsements well you 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 look at some uh i mean i i i read a thing i read a thing on um uh i don't know it was on the internet and it was talking about how much arch manning had made at the university of texas and he had he played I mean, I think the dude's going to be okay. I, I think he's going to be really good. I mean, the lineage there, I think his, I think his, I think he's going to be really good. That guy apparently, and I don't know if there's any truth to this. This is just what's put out in the media. But he's made two point three million dollars in NIL. He hasn't made one play at the college level. Exactly. You look at Brock, you look at Brock Purdy; he's making eight hundred and sixty thousand yeah. dollars. Making more than Brock Purdy. Yep. Oh, Brock Purdy's about to get paid though. He's about to. And you know what? You know what? But is he? Look at his last game. That was horrendous. He was in the MVP runnings, 
Four interceptions. It was a bad game. Yeah, it was a bad game. But but the deal is, is so I remember watching Brock Puddy because I, I mean he was in the Big Twelve. He played for Iowa State. When it That's came to the game, he always struggled. I mean, mm-hmm. that was a big game. That was a huge game for them. I mean, that was for the number one seed of yeah. He's finally – I think teams are finally getting enough film on him, though. It's finally been a full year, and I think they're finally getting enough film on him that they're starting to figure him out. I don't know. I mean, I, it, that, that, that's a hard thing to say because, you know, he's surrounded with a lot of talent. Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, that dude's a real deal. I think that guy should – Brandon, I really quite, quite honestly, I think he deserves it. George you know, Kittle. I mean, I, I do. Best, I mean, that's just me personally. We're, we're, we're living, I didn't hear that. Sorry. Come and on. we're living in a day that – Running backs are uh, they're 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 nothing. I mean, yeah. Oh, McCaffrey. You talking about McCaffrey? Yeah, McCaffrey. Yeah, McCaffrey. Uh, oh yeah, me and Tyler were talking about this, and I said I think Christian McCaffrey's the damn MVP. I, as, as much as I want to, as much as I want to say Dak is, and he's right there. And I yeah, I he is. Cowboys lost Miami, but he played his ass off. He had no time to throw. Um, he just. I mean, he. Well, made, we won't talk about that game. Lots of holding that didn't get called in that game no against Miami. Lot. But that's just the way it is with the Cowboys. I mean, yeah. I mean, and as Michael Parsons said after the game, "You wear the star on the helmet." So, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. you do. You do. I mean, mm-hmm. y- y'all are y'all are. I mean, y'all are Cowboys fans. I'm sure all three of y'all are Cowboys fans, diehard Cowboys fans. It's Not like, Ben. Ben's a Broncos fan. Broncos that's where fan. I was going to go to next. Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, it's, it's like being a Longhorns fan. You either love them or you hate them. It's like being a Yankees fan. You either love them or you hate them. There's no in between with that. It's just, you are, you, I mean, it's, it's the branding. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, 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 it's there, man. I mean, the Dallas, Dallas Cowboys are the most valuable franchise in the entire world. It is, you know, they, they always tell you, Mac, like you're saying, they always say you to love the name on the front of the jersey, not the name on the back of the jersey. Exactly. I mean, yeah. you know, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a true diehard Longhorn fan, and I'm a true diehard Broncos fan. If you come to the MLB, you get into the NBA. I am following people, and most of the people that I follow are from the University of Texas. I follow them through their careers, and, you know, I'm a Kevin Durant fan. Oh, it, it was obvious. That dude, that, would, that dude is a phenomenal player, even at his age. And, you know, I have to compete against the LeBron lovers, and so they're in the same, same era, and I'm just like, oh. And then – but like, like you said – if you're die hard, you're a die hard. But you know, it's so hard to like if you get attached to a one particular person. The the business of professional sports is hard to do that. It yep. really is. I'm like, I remember I remember Josh Young that used to play for the Rangers. I love that guy. And then you know, Business takes over and they move, and it's just like, oh my god, Josh Hamilton, huh? You mean Josh? Are you, you're, you're, are you talking about Michael Young? Michael Young, Michael Young, oh, Michael, Michael Young is is he overtook me? Oh. Nolan Ryan has always been my hero. I mean, Tyler's been in my apartment, I got Nolan Ryan beating the shit out of Robin Ventura. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, just all kinds of Nolan Ryan. I got Nolan Ryan baseball, you know, Nolan and, but. But Michael Young to me is Mr. Ranger. Oh, I mean, 
Yeah, he was because you know you know Ryan played for three what three different teams? Four, 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 four. I think you'd also put Pudge in the category. Pudge as yeah. well. Uh, I yeah. I just I don't agree with with that. Just me personally, uh, Tyler's. I mean, obviously, he Pudge to him is is the greatest Rangers player of all time, and I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to even argue that at all because that's his opinion and you know what he's got a damn good argument you know pudge pudge has you know he won mvp best catcher in the league generational i mean i've never yeah. seen we didn't get to see johnny bench yeah we didn't yeah. get to see johnny bench unfortunately but, i don't you know but i don't to me he's the greatest catcher i've ever witnessed and i think all three of us can agree to that, that in our era he was the greatest catcher that you'll nobody, ever get to see and i don't think it's going to be a while it's going to be a long time and we not be we might we might not be around to see it. To see I another think, player of his caliber, Molina was was I, I want to say close, but still he just he's still not in the same ballpark as Pudge was. No, I totally agree. So CJ, your 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 favorite Ranger all time was uh, Nolan Ryan. Uh, Tyler, you think the best Ranger of all time was Pudge Rodriguez? Well, now now my favorite Ranger of all time, and I got have an authentic jersey which I've never worn and I will never wear. Of authentic Michael Young jersey. It cost me three hundred bucks. So that's and that's your that's your favorite. Michael Michael Young is the one that. that well, what's your favorite all time, or what's your favorite all time Ranger player? Player. Who me? Yeah. Uh, it's 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 a toss up between Young and Adrian Beltre. Beltre, okay. My Beltre. favorite player, though, Mac. My favorite player is Juan Gonzalez of all time. Oh yeah, Juan yeah. Gonzalez was my favorite. Well, I know, but right, Tyler, <laughs> I, I, I misspoke for you. I'm sorry. So, so, yeah, so, I want to ask a question. What? What do? You, who do you think the most influential Ranger has ever been? For Michael all? Young. Michael, Michael Young. Michael Young. Michael Young. Michael Young. Michael Young. Yeah. yeah. Really? And none, yeah. of y'all, none of y'all picked a single person off the national championship winning. Like, off the right. World Series team, no, off the no World Series because, team. because Michael Young. That's I mean, hard, that's hard to believe. In the 2010 reason. and 2011, they just wanted to win it for him, the entire team, and that tells you everything you need to know about the man. Michael Young, well, you got to realize this, Mac. Michael Young is the ambassador of the Texas Rangers. He's what the Rangers believe in, and what he's the, that organization is all about. Everything he did for that team, he was willing to do anything they asked him to do they to make that team better. Twice, I know that, but twice. they were still they were still shitty then. Yeah, I mean, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So let me let me let me put it to you this way, Mac. Okay. So back in, <laughs> I was stationed in Guam when this happened. Well, I'm just asking. I'm asking because you know you asked me as a Texas Longhorn fan, right? Who's the most influential football player ever to play at the University of Texas? I'm going to tell you, Vince Young. Vince Why? Young. Because he carried that team on his shoulders to win a national championship. He did. So, so Michael Young signed he, a five-year. He was surrounded with great athletes that made plays in that game, but when it shit when it hit, came down it, to. They couldn't see him. They couldn't yeah, it was him. him. I agree with you 100. percent And so that's why that's why I ask these questions because there, that's a great question, though. It's a I great do. question. It's an absolutely great question. So Michael Young, this was back in 2006, signed a five-year contract extension to stay with the Rangers on top of the two years that he had remaining on the current deal that he had. So a seven-year contract, and he said, "I made it clear, I'm not signing this." just to stick with the Rangers. I'm signing this because I want to win. And they and I made sure that the ownership and everybody knew I'm staying here and I want to help build a winner. And guess what? They did. They turned into a winner. Yeah. For years. 
I mean, you look at two that. I mean, you look at 2011. We ain't going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about it. We're <laughs> World Series champions. I'm not going to talk you about are, it. Y'all, y'all are. I mean, that's a, it's like I, like I said for the state of Texas going into the new year to end the end 2023. We, we have a lot to be thankful it's looking for. Looking good, sports. man. I mean, I mean, even even as Astros haters, think about that. There were two Texas teams in the American League Championship Series. You know, and. If if it would have flipped the other way, I would have been rooting for the Astros because I'm a Texas kid. Oh no! Oh no! <laughs> that ain't happening with us, Matt. Not, not anymore. I mean, I'm I'm telling you, I'm no, I'm not offended by that at all. I'm bleeding. No. I'm bleeding Texas, man. I am. I'm a, I couldn't do it, but I'm not offended by anyone who can. I don't bother me one bit. I got your back, Mac. But no. Yep. <laughs> well, so what it would have changed when y'all when they were National League, it would have probably been no. A, yeah, I, I was. Uh, I, I was a fan. I was a fan of the Astros when they were in the because, National yeah, League. Yeah, I was a huge fan really? of the yeah. Astros. Okay. Yeah, because the Astros used to be in the National League. Yeah, they, so they, they, they were. They were my Bishio, National League team, and the Rangers were my yeah. yeah. See, Ben, that's when they had the killer yeah. bees, though. That's yeah. when they yeah. had Bagwell, Bagwell Bagwell, and Berkman, and Greg Reynolds. Yeah, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, they were a damn good team, and they just never. It, and that's when they actually had the cool jerseys back then. Their jerseys yeah, back yeah. then were awesome. Yeah, well, and, and we all know, all all of us know, it's hard to win a championship, oh, man. Yeah. And the, the higher you go, the harder it is. Hey, yeah, I'm that's excited. a good point. I was listening to y'all. I was listening to the podcast last night, Ben, with Jared Sandler, and I didn't join it last night, Mike. I had some uh, stuff to do with Jamie, but. um he made a great point too. You know, it's going to be hard to repeat this year. Yep. For, you know, it's it's hard. You know, it ha- it doesn't happen. It's, it's been decades in baseball. It's been yeah. decades. And see, I didn't even know that until he yeah. threw that stat out, and I was yeah. like, oh wow. I think it was the '90s when the Yankees won back to back, and yeah, that was the last, last time. time a team in the yeah. MLB went back to back. And I was like, I didn't realize that because on paper we still look damn good. Oh, we still but, look like the best team in baseball. Well, the Dodgers are getting there, but it, it, what was <laughs> funny to me about last night's conversation with uh, with Sandler Tyler is we asked the same question to Eric and how comfortable he felt going in. Yeah, I like that part when he said he stopped that morning at the liquor store. Yeah, yeah. And so but he said he said yeah. I mean, this is a World Championship roster. It yeah. obviously is because we just won a world championship. Yeah. And Eric Nadell's answer was different. <laughs> so, you know, Eric Nadell was like, no, I'm not comfortable going yeah. in with the way it looks you, right now. You can't be because they're the target now. They're the, they're, oh, they're, yeah, yeah. They're the team to beat. Yeah. And everybody, everybody in those offices right now are going, what do we do to take to beat that? We have they're looking look, at that look, blueprint. You're exactly right. Look at yeah. what the Dodgers are doing, Mac. Look at what the Dodgers are doing. There's more firepower. There's can more. Can, there's going to be more consistency up and down the batting lines. I mean, from me looking at that, I mean, there's got to be. You've got to be consistent from from one spot to nine hole or whatever, whatever that is. You've got to be consistent because everybody's dangerous in a consistent lineup. Yeah, yeah. CJ, I think you bring up a really good point too about the Dodgers. You look in two years from what the Rangers did acquiring Seaman, Simeon. And Simeon Simeon and Seager. Hey, you better not, Ben, you better not edit that either. I want that on there. Dude, that's going in the beginning. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yes, please do it. But you look about how much money they spent with those two players and what it was right around, what, $550 million between them two? Yes. And we were like, oh, my gosh, two players, $550. And then you look at the Dodgers, they're over a billion dollars, Matt, with two players right now. Hey, <laughs> they're trying to build a team to take down the Rangers. That's all. I mean, that's what yeah, that's it is. exactly what they're doing. They want to take down Corey Seager. Oh. And their dumbasses, their ones let him go. And they just gave 
fucking Otani, seven hundred million when they could have. I can't believe I just said semen on freaking live. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, you were talking about Navy semen. A pet? No, apparently the Rangers got injected with some semen. Hey, I guess you could say that too. <laughs> hey, hey, no, let's not. Let's not go there. No, <laughs> let's not go there. Let's not go there. All right, what All else right. we got before we get off here? We've been on for almost forty minutes. Uh, I, I I wanted to talk to Mac about uh, the show that he turned me intolerant mm-hmm. to, and that's Reacher. The Reacher. Uh, we, we can't talk further than three episodes because Tyler's being a lazy ass and not not watching as much as he should. I just completed. Sorry, Tyler. I had to do. You it. completed <laughs> season <laughs> one. He's already completed season one, Mac, and I got him on that on freaking uh, what day was it? It was last last week, week, and he's already done with season one. Okay, so he's a binge watcher, and I'm not even close. I think I'm on like episode five right now. So okay, cool. Oh, okay. We're about to to watch four. We're on episode four coming up. It gets so good. It it gets weird, dude. I thought I knew. Hey, don't say anything because Ben. So Ben, Ben, Ben wants to watch it too. So so. In the first three episodes, I thought I knew who was going to do all this, and like me too. Episode five, I'm, I, it's, I'm, I have no clue as to what's going on now. Have no clue. <laughs> so, uh, I'm in the dark as much. CJ's not in the dark, but I don't know how. I mean, season two ought to be pretty good, but you know, it's 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 good. Do you watch it, Ben? I'm going to start. I haven't started you need, it yet. You need you to. Need it's, to it's pretty good. It's yeah. good. Yeah. This dude, it's, Reacher, is a huge dude. He reminds, he reminds me a lot of myself. The build. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure he does. <laughs> My wife tells me that every day. And I, <laughs> uh-huh. 20 years is that I look like Reacher. No wonder you've been married 20 years. Hey, I'm no sure. kidding, right? <laughs> yeah, except for this guy's only like six foot eight and has probably like less than 1% body fat on him. Well, see, his have, arms are like this. They're huge. They look like tree trunks. I have the same amount of muscle he does. It's just all in my stomach. Yeah. <laughs> perfect. Perfect. Hey, There's that's, nothing that's, wrong with that, hey, man. And that's good for them power squeezes when you're on the toilet. I'm telling you right there, man. It <laughs> is. Completely. Is that from Larry the Cable yeah, guy? That little yeah. push, you know? Yeah. yeah Larry, that's good and, stuff. And we're coming up on a new year. That's that's just extra calories to build it and put it in different places, man. That's exactly right. That's right. <laughs> I got at least, at least 30 minutes of working out to do when January rolls around before I give up. I've so. been working out. I'll oh, tell you yeah. what, I'll tell you what I said. I told my wife, I was like, my, my new year's resolution, I've got an indoor swimming pool. I'm going to swim every day. I need to. I, swimming is actually the most. The that's that's actually what I do because I have a bad back. The best exercise well, you can get. That's what I've heard. Swimming is good. So I, that's what I do for my exercise. It is because it works everything, it really especially is, for your I mean, back. You think about it. If you get into the deep end, you can't stop or you're going to die. Yeah, exactly. You have to work out or you're going to die. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. You got to make it to the end before you stop. Yeah, you can't just give up. Yeah, what I heard a comedian once say that that's why he doesn't like swimming. Swimming is the only sport that if you stop doing it, you'll die. Like nothing else tries to kill you, you know, while you're swimming. He's like, hey, what what did he say? He said, hey, why don't you take your clothes off and I'll choke you a little. Yeah. <laughs> he said swimming is his exercise. Good stuff, Good stuff guys. I want to end it. I want to end it real quick and tell everybody, uh, hope you all had a Merry Christmas, everybody. Uh, Max, sorry I couldn't see you on Christmas. Um, you saw me. Y'all be safe and you enjoy it. And with that being said, let's go around real quick and I'll begin it. Let's do predictions for the Sugar Bowl, the Texas game that you're going to, Mac. Uh, I'm going to go UT 38, Washington 34. 
Uh, CJ? Uh, CJ, you go next. Up and around, CJ. I think it's going to be a little bit of a shootout. So I'm going to say Texas 52, Washington 49. I'm not. I'm not going that crazy. I'm going Texas thirty-one, Washington State twenty-four, or Washington twenty-four. That's that's good. So, and and before I give my prediction, I want to. I want to hope. I hope all y'all had a very merry Christmas. I want to wish y'all a happy New Year. We're going to come into the new year, and I'll probably be in touch with you sometime on the other side of this this twenty twenty-three. But I'm thinking. I'm thinking this game's going to play out. It's been a month for these teams to prepare for each other. I think it's going to start out a little slow. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking like 37, 34. I think you were one point off, Mac. I said 38, 34. (laughs) I think 37, 34, Texas. I don't think it's going to be as high as when defense have the time to prepare. It takes, it takes offenses a, a little bit of time to adjust to, what they're seeing. That's so. actually a very good point because they've had so much time off. They yeah, have. That's a very good point. But I'm sticking with it. I said it first. And I'll, well, I'll stick with it. Man, I mean, stick with it. 37-34. So, <laughs> it's, it's, and, and the point spread at 63 is the over-under, and I think it's a four-and-a-half point spread in favor of Texas, and Texas is pretty known for not covering that spread, but I don't care. Thirty-seven, thirty-four. That's all that matters. Let's just let's hope UT wins. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. I hope they win, but if they don't, I hope it's a good game. That's all I care. I hope you enjoy that game, and I hope that you you get to enjoy a a Sugar Bowl win. I'm ready for some of that new good old New Orleans Cajun food. Oh heck yeah! Oh yes, heck yeah! Yes, get some spicy shrimp pasta, bro. Heck yeah! Hey, stand up because we were live. Show everybody your new sweater, bro. Bam. Yeah, I like it. Oh, yeah, that's good right there. That's what I got him, Ben, for Christmas. That's pretty good right there. That's Love pretty it. good. Love it. And the hat, hey. That's the hat he got me, too. Yep, the Longhorn hat. Hey, I got two more baseballs for Christmas, Tyler. One that says World Series champion on it, and one that's got it in gold and has all the scores of the game on it. So, Oh, oh you got you another one? Uh, yeah, I got me three. I have me three baseballs now. That's yeah, because I sent you. I sent you the one from the World Series. Yep. And then I gave CJ one, and that that's another one. I, I'm going to give mine to my brother. That's yeah. the one I'm giving you, Mac. But, uh, cool. yeah, they're cool. There's a lot of things I want to buy. There's, like, baseball bats that has, oh, like, yeah. all the rosters and yeah. the scores. Yeah, there's and stuff, a lot I want like, to buy, too, yeah. But I'm like, shit. So, ben, yeah. do you have little ones that play baseball? No, I have two girls. They're 21 and 19. So Okay, so – so they're they're older. So you yeah. don't have to really lock that behind lock and key because I remember the sand lot and they took the babe root, baby root <laughs> line through. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Away. <laughs> no, no, I'm safe. I'm safe at home. Yeah, the Babe Ruth baseball. <laughs> I love the sand lot. Is it never gets? It's old. a great movie. It, it never gets old. Nope. All right, hey, well, Matthew, Matthew, thanks, man. I do want to say before before we get off again, congratulations to UNM on, yep. on y'all's absolutely y'all's, y'all's anniversary, and I hope you have a blast. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, brother. Hey, hey, I'm blessed that I can do this on my 20th year anniversary. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hey, I'm surprised hey, Emily's you. not picking you upside the head She's with the football. <laughs> our, our, our trip is this weekend, man. That's our that's our that's our. Yeah. So, well, y'all enjoy it. We cool. ain't gonna bother you. Hey, happy New Year to you guys. Happy New Year, man. happy New Year, Mecca. Hey, go Rangers. Go no Rangers, go Longhorns. Love you, man. I'll talk to you in a bit. See ya. This is. Thanks for listening to the Ranger Report podcast. 
Find us on Twitter, Facebook, and at therangerreport.com.